0: got something you're grinding on you're listening to the grind 100.9 fm 850 a.m rocky top sports
1: And good Friday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Chris Hips, where we're grinding it out here on Pick Day Friday, on the grind. Uh, Chris, again, full disclosure: normally uh, we're on the road, we're ready to head somewhere where mariville's playing. We're uh, we're ready to call home the Rebels, and uh, you know, uh, just didn't didn't work out. Uh, we uh, we actually, I guess, would be partaking in some. Uh, right spot food right about now some little little uh provided food by the right spot if you haven't had your opportunity to get there and you were gonna go to the rebel game this weekend go check out the right spot between i mean you could go fish sandwich you could go uh, philly cheesesteak wrap you could go rebel wrap you could go rainer wrap you could go uh wings you could go i mean is there a, i don't know that there's a wrong choice no nah, i mean that philly
2: cheese wrap is a uh, pretty amazing and I mean, I can't complain about the side side items, too. I mean, them fries, the onion rings.
1: Onion rings. I ain't going to lie. They single-handedly have turned me back to onion rings.
2: I mean, even the country platter. I mean, that pintos, macaroni, cheese, cabbage, and the collard greens they have with the cornbread muffin or the cornbread waffle, actually. Like, I
1: ain't going to lie. We may have to go to there afterwards. uh, It
2: it just sounds amazing. I mean, Mm. I'm ready just for that on this nice uh, cool night.
1: Could be nice. Could be nice. But yeah, that that's what we normally are partaking in. So again, you you normally hear a pre-recorded version of the grind or a uh, a throwback show. Uh, last week you heard Derek Evans uh, interview here on the grind. So, but live is always, I think, better, right? I mean, I like to think so. Yeah, it's always better. I like, I, I think so. But uh, Pick Day Friday will, of course, run through week one of the, the, the playoffs, TSSAA playoffs. We'll look at the college football ranks and, and a special edition today. Jeff Weaver, photo man extraordinaire, uh, will be calling in to talk his sport of, of choice, NASCAR. Uh, Chase Elliott – Ah, uh, Brad Keselowski, uh, Denny Hamlin, and Joey Logano battle it out this Sunday for the finale of the NASCAR season. They are at Phoenix International Raceway, and uh, they'll be they'll be kind of figuring it out the way NASCAR does it. Chris, four drivers, uh, they they kind of they get to what they call the championship four, and then it's kind of a one race winner take all. If you have a good week, you got an opportunity to be a champion. Uh, if something happens on pit road, you could. Uh, what could have been is kind of the way you think
2: you don't want to get stuck behind the car that's having issues on pit road or you your time for a championship is done
1: yeah and, and it could be over as quick as it gets started so that'll be a fun conversation to have with mr weaver as uh as again i'll uh if i ha- if i haven't heard from him soon i'll uh, i'll shoot him a message uh, and get him on the line because i'm excited to talk to him one about what he's doing tonight since he's not taking pictures and then, two, how he's going to enjoy Sunday, championship Sunday, for his NASCAR um, affiliates. Again, he's a big Chase Elliott fan, as I am, and uh, excited to, to hear from Mr. Weaver. But, uh, Chris, how you been? You excited that it's Friday?
2: Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm just a little saddened by not having a marable game. but I'm, It's great to know that we don't have to uh, – it wasn't us that had to forfeit the game, so we got something to look forward to next Friday night.
1: Well, and I think uh, when you talk about just being uh, – erring on the side of safety or caution – uh i think if 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 science hill would have chosen to go and then possibly spread this beyond uh, i think i think they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been real happy with themselves uh so i i i appreciate uh the the uh, care that was taken on part of science hill yeah hate hate it for them though again we talked yesterday and we'll say it again today hate it for those kids hate it for those families that's been impacted uh, because a lot of things you can't get back and uh, your your senior year playoff run that that's one of those so uh, again hate it for those those uh, those families those kids involved impacted and again hate that for for that community but uh, they'll uh, they'll come back and they'll have an opportunity to get back in this thing uh, come twenty twenty one but uh, Chris a lot of games on the on the pick segment I actually wrote them out this week I mean I feel like when you got time like that it's it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I mean, actually wrote it on your your uh, your notepad of uh, uh, all day on one big page, and then hippies uh, keys uh, to the game. I use the notepad. I use the notepad. Did
2: you use the pen though? That's the question. The one you're using the is the
1: one lucky, I used.
2: The lucky marable pen. Well,
1: then that's the one I used. That's I, all day. I'm using the the University of Tennessee pen on my side of things. I don't know <laughs> how lucky that is, but uh, but uh, on the prep side of things, Chris, we got. I think I got 10 games on here D- different different regions different divisions uh, just just trying to kind of mix it up one some that I think have some local uh, impact and then a couple that that really don't uh, Pigeon Forge at Claiborne County Pigeon Forge comes into the matchup six and three Claiborne at nine and one the Claiborne Bulldogs you ever been to Claiborne County High School I have not I have it's a long way up there. It's a long <laughs> Seems way. Seems
2: like a long drive looking at some of the teams they play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh I uh you know, Martha King, uh, if you know Miss Martha, her grandson plays for Pigeon Forge. He's actually he's a wrestler, a state champion wrestler. Okay. And uh had had an opportunity his senior year to get back on the football team and I think he's something like in 4A, he might be fourth in the state in tackles. Okay. I mean, he's having a he's having a heck of a year. Uh, one of his coaches actually put on on Facebook. She showed me uh, one of the best players he's ever coached in 38 years. So excited for him uh, again a playoff run. Your senior season. We talk about it. It's something you want. It's something you hope to be be a part of. And uh, and Pigeon Forge has had just that. But Claiborne County uh, coming into to this one a little hot as they are nine and one and uh, and, and really uh, this is a team I remember maybe five years ago. Uh, they they struggle to win one or two ball games, so yeah. they they've made a uh, turnaround of of big time proportion, and they're gonna see what they can do uh, with Pigeon Forge. Uh, I think both of these teams in three A uh, have not had a ton of success, a big level of success. So I think it's kind of an unknown for both. But who are you going with? Well, I actually,
2: um, I'm looking at the uh, Claiborne uh, schedule right now. You know, just trying to coach tee it up and. They've had some pretty good wins over some top teams here in uh, their division in the state of Tennessee. So I'm actually going to choose uh, Claiborne to beat Pigeon Forge on tonight's game.
1: Well, I'm glad you did that because I'm going Pigeon Forge. They held Alcoa to 42 points. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. It uh, did happen that way. I'm
2: going to assume Alcoa got up by 42 points. And And Cruz Cruz controlled it. it. Uh,
1: They took Sullivan Central to double overtime. Uh, they beat Granger County 19-12. Granger is a playoff team. Uh, they took GP uh, to a 15-12 to loss. Again, another uh, playoff team. Kingston is a playoff team. They lost 7-6. to I think they've battled most of the season. In every game that they've lost other than Alcoa, it's been pretty close. And so I'm going to go with Pigeon Forge. Uh, again, give me those Tigers uh, to get the win over Claiborne County. Love it. Started with some parity in the matchups. Yeah.
2: I'm thinking there's gonna be a lot of parody.
1: I don't know. The next one, seven and three Bradley Central heads to seven and three Farragut. Farragut, both of these are our former rebel opponents. We've seen what they can do. We know what they they like. We know what they don't like. And uh I mean I think that's about where it stands. What what do you got from this matchup?
2: Well, I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday between us, but I'm going toward the Admirals and anchors away. Um they have already played Bradley Central once at the beginning of the season and beat them 25-21. You know, I, I said it once before, uh, Bradley Central has an amazing running back. We saw him firsthand at Bradley Central against our beloved Maryville team. But,
1: Javon Burks his but, name. Yeah,
2: but we weren't too impressed with uh, a little bit more of the other aspects of their team, and I feel like if you can shut down the running game make them one-dimensional, it's be an easier win for them, and you know, I just love the way Farragut spread you out. I mean, they're going to make you run all over. They're going to chase receivers all down the field. Um, we really like, uh, was it Dawson, the quarterback? He, yeah. He, he looked pretty good, you know. He gave Marvel a couple of struggles across the middle on a couple of slant plays. So. mm mm-hmm. Give me the admirals in this game.
1: You know, I'm going to go with the admirals as well. I think I flipped script. I think I went Javon Burke yesterday, but I'm going to go admirals today, and it's really because uh, between their head football coach, him, his his battle, I think he's he's battling cancer. He's been in and out of the program, and they're kind of playing uh, a little uptick for him. And I can I can always get behind that. And uh, and I think Farragut has a uh, they have more of a playoff presence. They've they've been there a lot before. You're going to be at their place. Uh, and it's a it's kind of a nice little trek from uh, Bradley Central up to Farragut, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Admirals as well, because uh, Bradley had to leave school early probably yeah. to get up there on time. So uh, I think the Admirals get it done. Yeah, and we've still got an hour to maybe try to make that game. <laughs> Just get on over there. Yep. I think I've uh, I've got a da- I've got a date tonight. Uh, Laura is not going to be running the board, so oh. uh, we're going to date night it well, up. Well, yeah, I don't blame you on that. I don't, I'm gonna leave the restaurant that we will be attending. I'm gonna leave that as a surprise because I got an idea about that too okay. she, like has a, like she has a she has a favorite that we don't frequent often so we're gonna make it happen. but uh the next one Cleveland Cleveland the uh, Blue Raiders five and five on the season not the season they had expected but they did make the playoffs. they're gonna head up to Dobbins Bennett to take on the eight and two uh, Dobbin Dobbins Bennett Indians. Uh, up there at third place, it's it's a it's a little bit of a, a culture shock as you roll in there, and that place is huge. The double decker kind of talks to you, and then you've got the uh, the turf down there that connects yeah. to the baseball field, and it's just a it's a pretty uh, what am I trying to say? Regal environment. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's nice. What do you think? I mean, do you think Cleveland? I mean, because the Blue Raider Nation does travel. Do you think they got anything for the Indians?
2: Well, you know, I'm big on uh. How are you going into this game? And Right now, Dobbins Bennett's on a two-game losing streak. I mean, they lost to Science Hill, who was supposed to be playing Maribel tonight, and they also lost to Alcoa. They did, however, play Alcoa very tough in a 27 loss just last week. So I think I'm going to stick with Dobbins Bennett. You know, I I like the Cleveland team, but, you know, going to Dobbins Bennett, that offense that Dobbins Bennett does portray and – you know they get they did give Alcoa a tough matchup, so give me Dobbins Bennett.
1: Right, I, I'm going to go with DB as well. I'm not going to get too cute with it. I think clock management really kept that game in in Alcoa's hands. I thought Dobbins Bennett had the football with about five minutes to go. No sense of urgency. They don't score on that drive, but when they when they give it back to the Tornadoes, I mean it's like two minutes to go in the game. I mean the 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 ballot had been cast, no pun intended to what's going on this week. But uh, I think, you know, it's just been that that die was was finished. And uh, so I think Dobbins Bennett's got to battle a little bit. They've got to be who they want to be. But uh, I think they've got a lot of room to improve moving forward in the playoffs, but it's not gonna matter this week. I think Tito Boyd's a heck of a player, sophomore running back for Cleveland, but again, he's one of the few pieces uh, that they've got to contend uh, with the likes of a Dobbins Bennett. So again, uh, so've we've, we've split on Pigeon Forge Claiber and then we've locked up uh, for these last two. The next one, Greenback four and six made it to the playoffs to see Euka. Uh, they're three and five on the season. Uh, again, a battle of two teams that's been heavily impacted by COVID wins and COVID losses. Uh, what do you see in this one?
2: Well, you know, um, it's hard to go, you know, looking at Greenback's schedule. I mean, they've only had four games total that they've actually played or five games total they actually played because they've had a lot of different COVID wins and COVID losses. But they're also on a winning streak here in the last three games, and we love to you know, support our local team. So I'm going to go with Greenback in this matchup.
1: You know, I go back and forth. Unique is up in Elizabeth, and uh, they 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 got a COVID. They or no, they they had a COVID loss uh, to North Green. Then they win a game. Then they lose a game. Then they win a game. Then they lose two games. Then they win a game. So they've got a little bit of a pattern. So I think they're they have just as much chance to win as they do lose. But I think what you said makes a real real reason why I go with Greenback, why I go with the Cherokees is they've. They've not played as many games. Yeah. I mean, Unake has only had one COVID-impacted game. Greenbacks had, I think, four or five. So, in that regard, Greenbacks a fresher team. They're they're a, they're a team that that has been there before. They've graduated a lot of players and are rebuilding. But I think they can build out of week number one and make it to week number two. Give me the Cherokees uh, to win that one. The next one I put on there just so we could say it: uh, Johnson County at Alcoa. <laughs> Is, this, is there even conversation to be had here? Well, I mean, is it is it the shortest straw in the deck, the four seed of the opposite region of Alcoa? Yeah, I mean, unless
2: that team across from Alcoa is going to say something that starts with an M, like mariville I'm probably not going to ever vote against Alcoa. I was like, McMahon? That. What are you doing about? Yeah. No, I'm just
1: kidding.
2: But, yeah, I don't think there's anybody in three that's going to be able to touch Alcoa. So, I mean, I think that's an easy, easy choice for most people in this part
1: yeah it took me longer to write it down on this sheet than it took me to pick it it took me longer to circle alcoa than it did for me to pick it give me the tornadoes uh give me uh probably a running clock very soon in this football game and uh, a lot of young guys that get an opportunity to play uh in the in the TWSAA playoffs early as i think the tornadoes get it done get it done quick and uh, move on to the second round, take care of business. But uh, uh, just a little shameless plug, uh, as we get off here at 6 o'clock at 6.30, uh, Al, or, uh, Marty Millsaps and Heath Dunkle. I tried to merge their names, but uh, Marty Millsaps, Heath Dunkle will be on the call. Uh, Two Hype Sports will bring you uh, Alcoa Tornado football right here, uh, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at wkvl.com. You should check it out. You'll be glad you did. Uh, check that out. The next one again, not a not a ton of differentiation here, uh, Chris. We got to We got to shape this up. Four and six Bearden going up against nine and one McMinn County. Uh, you know, Bearden really kind of I don't want to say shocked the world, but they did upset Science Hill in the final week of the regular season to be the three seed over the four seed. I mean, all signs pointed to us playing Bearden this week, honestly, yeah. and that do, that doesn't happen because. Bearden gets a win. Coach Shin Lever and the boys, uh, honestly, a tough-nosed football team. When we played them in, in what, week five? Uh, I felt like um, their quarterback play was probably as good as a lot of teams we had played this season, uh, just unable to really punch it in when they get there. Uh, I think they had they had first and goal, I think, three different times and got turned away all three times. So yeah. uh, they're a, they're a team that knows how to move the football. They know how to drive and get in there. It's just when the defense can stack up, uh, they have a hard time getting in there but Bearden four and six heading to a nine and one McMinn County team a previously uh, I believe a finalist for Tennessee's Mr. Football uh, Jalen Hunt I mean he's the real deal yeah we saw um, him firsthand yeah we'll see what what Bearden has to do for that I don't know that Jalen Hunt can't beat him himself I
2: mean anybody can put up over 200 yards rushing on a uh, mariville team I mean he was a stud running back, and we saw that firsthand, how shifty he was. I mean, mariville had great defense on him, and he just made, you know, great cutbacks. He always fell forward, uh, and then the times it looked like we were going to have him for a loss. He just made a play out of it for him. Right. And, I mean, looking at this matchup, they've played once before, uh, was week seven, and it was a blowout in favor of McMahon a 42-zip to zip, uh yeah, forty-two zip shutout over Bearden. So give me McMahon in this matchup.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a, that's a tough call at all. Here's where games start getting a little out of our wheelhouse. We've talked about a lot of teams that we've seen before that we've we've covered, and 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 different teams that we've we've been able to uh, to be able to kind of gauge, I guess, a little bit. These next ones, not so much. Powell eight and two. Heads to Walker Valley seven and two as Walker Valley had a game uh, canceled earlier in the season. Uh, Powell's been on TV a couple times. They've got a a, a hot shot quarterback that honestly uh, won me the pickems there a couple weeks ago, and uh, and, and I like what they're able to do. Um, again, Powell on the road though as Walker Valley the higher seed in their in their region. So what what do you got here? Well, I mean, I've watched
2: a couple of them Powell matchups, and I really like the way their offense moves the ball up and down the field. And I mean, they've what they were the team last team to beat West, another um, state champion from the state of Tennessee. So, I'm leaning toward the uh, Powell Panthers in this matchup.
1: I, I like Powell again. When you got a, as my father-in-law coined. Billy Joe Tom Bob quarterback you've always got a chance to win and he is he's a winner. He just he just knows how to get it done. So give me uh, Matt Lowe, give me the Powell Panthers and uh and give me that hot shot quarterback. Uh, the next one on the on the list 5 and 5 Severe County heads to 8 and 2 David Crockett. Uh, Sevier County's not been the the Smoky Bears that we're used to seeing again at 5 and 5 on the season, but they have made it uh, to the playoff round. David Crockett 8 and 2 hosting the the smoky bears severe county used to be a big time power the addition of northview academy the the addition of some other high schools in the severe county area has really kind of thinned that talent level uh but does the smoky bears their history of being in the playoffs does it play a part in tonight's game well you know looking at the records and all but severe county actually has played a lot of teams
2: tough this year and you know the lately uh what walker valley's been or uh David Crockett, sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. David Crockett's played a lot of close games here recently, and you know I, I'm I'm leaning towards Sevier County in the upset in this matchup.
1: You are gonna go with the Smoky Bears? You know, I'm gonna go
2: with the Smoky Bears in this. Like matchup. those purple unis?
1: Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with David Crockett. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the home team. I'm gonna go with the one that's got eight wins, and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say unless unless Sevier County knows Toby Keith, uh, they may be as good as they once were. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if they can be good as once they as they was. ever was but uh hey, we'll see we'll see there's a little difference in in our pick segment there's there's two differences out of eight games so far uh the next one 7 and 3 Knox Hall heads to 5 and 5 Tennessee High uh kind of interesting how though this one shook out that Tennessee High would be the hosting team but uh you know Knox Hall's the Red Devils uh head to the Vikings of Tennessee High you ever been to Tennessee High I've not been to Tennessee. Honestly. It's called the castle because it's literally like got a rock castle around the the stadium. They're the Vikings. Uh, their their logo is a power T with a Minnesota Viking horn okay. on it. It's uh, kind of interesting. Uh, they they have had success in the past. Have had a history of being a good football program. But again, this year uh, five and five. Is this the is this Knoxville going up and and beating up on Upper East Tennessee or? Does the mighty Vikings hold down the castle? Well, you know, I'm thinking
2: the castle is going to be sieged today because I'm going with the Knoxville Hall team. Going with the
1: Red Devils. I like it. I like it too. I'm going to go with Halls as well. They've had a really good season. Uh, Halls has had an opportunity uh, to to really take advantage of some opportunities when they've played some teams. And you know what? They win when they're supposed to win. And that's been something that Knox Halls hasn't always been able to do. Uh, And, and again, uh, you want to hear a fun fact? Yeah, you know what Knox Hall's has a uh, has on their uh, on their resume. What is what? They're the last region team to beat the Red Rebels. Mm. Yeah, it just happened to be in the last century.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. A <laughs> long time
1: ago. <laughs> it, it's been a minute. It's a hey, but a hey, uh, inch or a mile, right? Winning's winning. Uh, the last game on the docket, a little close to home uh, for for me, as as I have some history with one of these schools. Uh, six and four, Granger County. Heads to 8-2 Anderson County. Since realignment has occurred, if Granger County has made the playoffs, they've went to Anderson County. Uh, All the times have went in favor of the Mavericks. If you have a chance to go to Anderson County ever to watch a football game, it's fun to do because they have maybe one of the better entrances in uh, high school football. One, uh, an alumni slash I think player's dad at one point uh, was the coordinator of Boomsday? Yeah. Uh, so I think you're always going to have a pretty good go of it when you when you got that going. But they've got the barn look on the front. The guys come out. They swing the gate open. It's it's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. And actually, that's actually the one reason I was going to go with Anderson County was I love their intro. You know, it's probably not as good as Virginia Tech's Inner Sandman, but it's up there as one of the uh, come on, man. Well, you know, high school wise, it's probably one of the better you know introductions. And they're only lost this year or you one could. of their only losses was to Powell. You know, the Powell Panthers were starting off really good on a rivalry Thursday, and their only other loss was South Doyle, who we also watched, and they're actually a pretty good team themselves.
1: I'll be honest with you. I'm going for Anderson County, but you you may have you may have discounted their entrance by comparing them to Virginia Tech. <laughs> Lord <laughs> have mercy. You well, that's one of the
2: best entrances I've ever seen in person. So You talking
1: about VT? Yeah. <sighs> you. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'd probably put South Carolina ahead of Virginia Tech. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. kidding. I hate. I mean, that's probably the most annoying college team there is. I I hate. Well, I don't hate. Well, maybe I do. But uh, I don't like Will Muschamp, and then South Carolina's attached, so it it just works. But I'm going with the Mavericks of Anderson County, and the whole reason I say that is – is they just find a way? They're a tough, hard-nosed football team. Granger's going to come in there. They run the triple option. They're going to have athletes. They're going to do things the way they want to do them. The problem is, is when you, uh, this isn't, this isn't horseshoes or hand grenades. This isn't one of those situations to where three options is going to work. Yeah. They're going to run out of steam. Uh, they, you know, I remember going up there when I was, uh, when I was working with Granger County. I uh, had a great time. We we came up there with a great game plan. Jacob Bunch, the running back, he's actually at Maryville College now. Uh, he ran all over Anderson County, and they still got the win. Yeah. Uh, Anderson County is a good football team. I wish the the Grizzlies the best. And again, prove me wrong, but I gotta <laughs> go with the Mavericks. Yeah, I think uh, I think they just they've they've got a lot of. Uh, I guess if you're a Maverick, you don't have enough horses. You you got some steers yeah. up there. <laughs> so, uh So anyway. Huh. The whole herd. Yeah, they've got a herd going up there. And it's an older stadium. Like It's yeah. one of those that's – like they carved it out and then, then built the concrete right on the hill so you can walk up from the back or the, the bottom. It's pretty cool a place. If you ain't been, you should. It's pretty nice. But uh, that's the pick segment for prep high school football. Uh, I think we had um, two different <laughs> – we didn't necessarily shake it up a whole lot. But, hey, when you watch football together, when you call football together – I feel yeah. like it's hard to be different. Yeah, we we've seen a lot of these uh, teams firsthand. So. I've stolen Chris's picks for years. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying he he's got the he's got the luck card. So uh, why go against it? But hey, Chris, let's take us our first break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll pick college football games. We'll have a little little parody there, as I think uh, the Allegiance will go away in a lot of ways, and uh, and we'll pick based on spreads, records, and. The, the infamous national yeah. ranking. Okay. We'll talk it all on the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, Friday edition, Pick Day Friday, right here on WKVL, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it.
0: Your hometown alternative to ordinary sports radio, 100.9 FM. a.m. Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make. And
1: it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville whether you're buying your first home or your fifth Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at
0: 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com MIG is an equal housing lender
3: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Leequire with Realty Executive Associates The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been Take advantage now by calling Tressa Choir, 865-221-5610 That's 865 865- 221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blunt County Manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. El Jimidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040. And delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blount County Sports.
0: & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses, serving Blunt County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees. For a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping
1: On Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything the grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind. On 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hips as we pick it out right here on a Pick Day Friday edition of The Grind. Uh, Chris, we went through the high school ranks of things and, and you know what, like I said, we're, we're a lot we watch a lot of, of the same football, we have a lot of the same opinions and so I'm not surprised that we picked a lot of the same games, but you know what things gotta change. College football, we have very uh, differing opinions. You were you're a little bit more blue I'm a little bit more orange not Kentucky wise, he's a Carolina fan uh, but I think we're going to we're going to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I think we're going to be a little opposite on a couple of these. If we don't, I'll just change my pick and be opposite. I'm I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. yeah, I'll be I, I ain't scared. Uh college football we we didn't go in any order. It's all conferences, so just hang on and here we go. BYU 7 and 0 on the season, heads number 9 team in the country, by the way. Heads to number 21, Boise State. Boise State, the, the Broncos. They'll play on the Blue Turf. BYU, favored by four in this matchup. Uh oh, uh what, what's his name? What's it? Sataki. Is that their head coach's name? I believe so. Yeah, he's a big dude and he likes to he likes to jump around and, and get excited. I like him. I only didn't like him one week last year. Uh but BYU, Brigham Young University, heads to Boise. Not a Chris Peterson-led Boise. Who you got? Well, you know, I'm very big on uh, quarterback play, and
2: I really like the uh, young guy that BYU puts out there, Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he's having a great year, 19 touchdowns, two interceptions through the first seven games. I mean, great leadership also. And the running back, uh, I'm trying to remember the name, Allegreer Greer, I think is a uh, – having a great year i think he's close to 700 yards already and six touchdowns so give me the byu cougars
1: i was gonna say give you the cougs the cougars as uh as as mike leach would say when he was out at washington state go cougs i'm like what's a coug like i get it it's short for cougars but still i was like it's just a couple letters, Mike. You could just throw it on out there. I went with BYU too. You have you been cheating? Have you been looking at my sheet? No, I was. I kind of figured you
2: uh, don't really like the blue colors, so I figured you. They're both the,
1: blue. I figured we would go for the blue turf. Oh no, I hate yeah. the blue yeah, turf. Say, like, like if you you knew there was like an NCAA rule based yeah. around the blue turf. Do you remember that? Yeah. When they wore the all blue and the the defender, the the return man, he laid down on the turf and you couldn't see him. <laughs> Yeah, when's Tennessee going to bring out the orange turf? That'd be so terrible. I wouldn't like it. Smoky gray turf. I ain't opposed. Now, there that would go. be kind of kind of sweet, especially with checkerboard end zones. You heard it here first. Could happen. BYU is the pick uh, also. So, man, we ain't supposed to be doing that. Next game, we're going to change it up right here. Number 23, Michigan, uh, which, again, I'm not sure how they're still ranked. Uh, one and one on the season coming off of a, a rivalry loss to Michigan State heads to number 13 indiana indiana 2-0 on in the season and really a uh a, a good looking football team coming out of a loss in the bowl game to tennessee yeah indiana is playing great this year and uh i mean that's who i'm gonna go with
2: in this matchup i mean i'm big on uh what yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not sold on michigan um uh, jim harbaugh's three and nine versus ranked teams uh think over always trying to remember what the stats i saw earlier this is nine and 13 overall against top 25 teams and he's yet to be ohio state or was it wisconsin i believe i don't
1: think it's either wisconsin or penn state i don't don't think he's beat either so i mean
2: he just it i don't know for somebody making that kind of money in college football as a coach you would think he would be better prepared but it seems like michigan's never prepared
1: for the big matchup so I'm, i'm i'm gonna go with indiana in this matchup well i told you i ain't scared so I'm telling you, I had Indiana circled, but you, uh, you, you forced the hand. You yeah. made me have to switch it. I'm going to go with the Wolverines, and 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 I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I don't like anything Michigan, and that's just because of of Charles Woodson and what yeah. what happened with Peyton. But I'm going to go with Michigan. I'm going to say this is a must-win game for Jim Harbaugh. I'm going to say he he has to, he has to win this game, uh, to to carry on the fan base a little bit. Or honestly, I think the fan base is already turned. I think this is just uh, whether he gets to make it till the end of the season or not. I I think a loss to Indiana, uh, two straight uh, weeks of losing to teams you, in in theory, your fan base thinks you shouldn't, uh, I think it's over. Uh, I think Michigan uh, backs against the wall. We'll see how the uh, the fighting Harbaugh is how they come out and battle this weekend. I'm going to go with Michigan. You made me do it. I figure you would That's love terrible. that. One. That's terrible. You're you're bad I mean, you're a bad influence yeah, making I'm me sorry. do stuff like that. The next one, West Virginia, the Mountaineers, four and two on the season, heads to the twenty second ranked Texas Longhorns. They're also four and two on the season. Both teams have battled, both teams have had high points, but in their two losses, both have had something that you'd like to to, to improve on. Uh Texas is favored by six in this matchup. What say you, Mr. Hips?
2: Well, they're three and zero. Oh the games i've picked them on the grind so hopefully they're gonna do another one um i'm big on sam erling gear aaron lurker Erlinger, something like it something like it ellinger ellinger I mean, I've heard five different ways every time I watch a game so Well, you've said it five yeah. different ways just now. I know, now. That's I'm, trying. I'm trying to get the way they keep saying it. <laughs> but I mean, he's not
1: just a quarterback. I mean, he's their leading rusher oh, on the year too. I mean, he can win well, it and he can throw He's just it. that guy. I mean, he's like what what was that cat that came in after uh, after Vince Young? What was his name? Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, yeah. I mean, he's just a winner. Yeah, he, he just knows how to get it done. His dad was uh, is isn't his dad the offensive coordinator assistant offensive yeah, coordinator assistant. lsu yeah i
2: think he's an assistant one yeah
1: so i mean he's he comes from a football family he's yeah. just he, he's just really good i'm sorry to jeffy matt man but
2: I, yeah give me the long horn hook them
1: horns hey i will i will fight for jeffy max honor i'm gonna go with the mountaineers you know why because they know how to travel their closest their closest conference games like kansas <laughs> i mean it's it's terrible but they know how to go on the road they know how to do things they need to do on the road They've got, they've got a uh, Letty Brown, their, their leading rusher, uh, has almost 700 yards, eight touchdowns in those six games. Uh, Winston Wright Jr., if that's not a, a a regal name for a wide receiver, I don't know what is. He's near 400 yards and two touchdowns through the air. Texas favored by six. The over and under is 55. So I think if West Virginia can stop the Longhorns at all, give me the Mountaineers.
2: Yeah, I don't think uh, Texas defense has been not great this year, but they're just going to outscore you. I mean, they're well, they're just going to keep scoring. Yeah, they're just going to like,
1: keep scoring. It's like late in games, they just find ways to score. So that's that's how they've they've come to four wins. Uh, the next one, uh, the uh, the world's largest or at least the South's largest cocktail party: Florida versus Georgia. Game to be played, I believe, in Jacksonville. Still, uh, again, number eight Florida, three and one on the season. Their lone loss to Texas A and M. Uh, and then Georgia four and one on the season. Their lone loss to Alabama. What what do you got, Chris? I I think this one this one could go either way. Emotions, as normal in my in my pickums, uh, emotions took over.
2: Well, I, I, I chose this one just because <laughs> I knew which way you would lean, and I knew this would be one that I could. Uh,
1: I don't think I don't think in this game leaning is a good term. Yeah, I think I've done fell over.
2: Yeah, but you know, I'm going to go toward the one you hate. I'm going to take Gator bait in this matchup. I mean, the Gators coming in with Trask, I mean, what can we say? He's putting up, you know, unbelievable numbers. He's ahead of Joe Burrow's uh, record pace from last year's team at LSU. So, 18 touchdowns, two interceptions, what, 1,800 yards passing. I mean, you put that with a big tight end at Kyle Pitts. I mean, he can just box you out and out jump anybody right now in the SEC, cornerback or safety-wise. And then you put in the um, what Tony you got you got Pierce out of the backfield that offense is loaded the defense has been their questionable mark but you know at the same time Georgia you know is not putting up as many points as they should and I think this is going to be a shootout toward the end whoever has the ball toward the end uh, I'm going to take the Gators in this matchup.
1: Good, good, cause you're right. I I took the Bulldogs the number five team in the country they've played. The number one team in the country, or number two, according to which which uh, which list you look at. But I'm gonna say a team that loses to Kellen Mond doesn't deserve my pick, and that's Florida. So I'm gonna go with Georgia. I'm gonna say they come back in the second half. Tennessee put the put the fear in them, and then they've come to life after that. Uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, but uh, they're they're gonna be able to get it done. I hope they do. I hope they. Uh, I hope the the battle cry all day. The smack talk starts with. You you want to go? Yeah. You, wanna, you just throw the fist up.
2: I mean, I got a funny story about that. My son was wanting a Georgia jersey at, as we were watching that Tennessee game, just because the quarterback's last name is Bennett. So he was like, "Oh, he has my name. I want his jersey." See,
1: yeah, I've I've seen that like yeah. the whole Jackson thing that's happened with me. That's yeah. the good thing about Nealon's name. Yeah. You never you're never going to see a Georgia player with the the last name Nealon. Yeah. You're never going to see a a Florida fan with the last name yeah. Nealon. Okay. I hope. Yeah, or so, at least not spelled the same way. We'll so, go with that. You
2: know, I was always like, maybe we can get you a, a bright orange shirt or a jersey with Bennett on it. You know, I'll
1: try to persuade him that was, way. Or you could kind of meet in the middle and just get him a Rebel's jersey yeah. with a, with Bennett on it. Okay, we can do that. See, that works. Pokey's hook you right up. I actually swung by there today. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, here's a little parody. Give me the Bulldogs over the Gators. Probably the only time that I'm going to be pro-dog is when it's against those Gators. Uh, next game on the dog number 1 Clemson 7 and 0 uh head to number 4 Notre Dame in South Bend they're 6 and 0 battle of 1 and 4 two top 5 teams uh I, and and Clemson's a little bit wounded in this one Trevor Lawrence out with covid they've got uh, I'm just going to call him number 5 uh cuz uh, every time I've tried to say it it sounds like I'm saying ukulele but uh, anyway, they've got a backup five-star quarterback that's yeah. making it happen.
2: Ugly Layla, You okay? You need
1: a drink? Yeah. You need a drink big of water.
2: Cinco. I mean, I'm just gonna go with the nickname Big, big Cinco. Cinco. And when you got a name like that, Big Cinco, I mean, in a big matchup with a big arm, that Clemson offense is just rolling. I mean, I was worried about how they were gonna, you know, survive last week without Trevor Lawrence, and Big Cinco came in there. Not just with his arm, but with his legs. Give me Amari Rogers, another local kid here in East Tennessee. That Clemson offense is amazing. The defense is amazing. Shout out to my boy Xander on that defense, number 36, Mr. Longhair don't care.
1: Give me Clemson in this matchup. <laughs> I like Clemson. I like Clemson as well. And it's really uh, just because I don't pick Notre Dame. And again, heartfelt uh, pick there. Mr. Iruly, Coach Tony really would definitely pick Notre Dame. So, we'll we'll give him the – we know he would pick Notre Dame. So. Yeah. Uh, We'll go with that. But I'm going to go with Clemson just because I think – and I think it's going to be the same situation it was a couple years ago. Kelly Bryant gets hurt, uh, and and Trevor Lawrence comes in a little bit, plays a little football, looks really good. And then all of a sudden there's a quarterback controversy. I think Big Cinco, if he wins this football game, what do you do when Trevor Lawrence comes back?
2: I mean, that would be an awesome option. You know, to think about some trickery plays there. I still think Trevor Lawrence is the man there. And unless you're going to win a national championship, you're not going to surplace, you know, Trevor Lawrence just yet. I just think they thought they thought Kelly Brown was the dude. Yeah, well, he uh, he proved not to. Yeah, be he the proved dude. not to be the dude compared to Trevor Lawrence. So I mean, like I said, you
1: ain't going to pass up a
2: Trevor Lawrence. That's be like uh, taking a whirly over a Peyton
1: Manning, in my opinion. I can't say you're wrong, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm hoping there's a little bit of controversy coming out of this game. The next one is is kind of opening weekend for the Pac-12. Stanford heads to Oregon. Oregon preseason ranked or pre to their season ranked number 12 in the country. Oregon, the Ducks, zero zero. Stanford, zero zero. David Shaw's always been able to get his boys up. Does he does he go into Eugene, Oregon, and get it done? no
2: nah, i'm to me the bigger question here is what color jersey is oregon going to wear took
1: took the words out okay, of i was my
2: gonna mind. say I, I'm, I'm i'm my prediction in this one is going to be the bright yellow jerseys
1: with them bright yellow shoes oregon winning this game see i think they're going to come out with the pinkies the pinkies i think they'll have pink okay. on tonight just because they didn't get to play in october uh, they'll rock those out tonight we'll see they, they may just go traditional Green and orange or green and yellow. That wouldn't that be just a letdown? <laughs> anyway, I went with Oregon as well. Again, they're eight and a half point favorites. Stanford just uh you know, they they don't have a Christian McCaffrey. Uh they don't have a Hogan at quarterback. They they've they've struggled lately to just have that piece that kind of puts them over the top. I'm gonna go with the Ducks over the Cardinal. Uh the next one. Uh, this one's going to go close to your heart. North Carolina, Duke, and we're not talking basketball. Yeah. Uh, the Tar Heels, Mack Brown-led Tar Heels, head to uh, to to Raleigh to take on David Cutcliffe's Duke-led Blue Devils. Uh, Duke is two and five on the season. North Carolina is four and two, and they're double-digit favorites. Eleven-point line on this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, they got a great quarterback play Sam Howell. You know, he's ranked as, uh, I think, the second-best quarterback in the ACC behind Trevor Lawrence. Uh, running back-wise, Michael Carter's having an incredible year, seven touchdowns. Uh, I think he's having a close to almost an eight-yard per carry rate right now, you know, 690 yards. And also uh, the dime boy, dime Brown out there on the receiver, over 700 yards receiving from Mr. Howell, or uh, from Mr. Brown from Mr. Howell, and over six touchdowns himself. So, I bleed Carolina blue. God made the sky Carolina blue, so give me the Tar Heels.
1: I went with the Tar Heels too. I don't have those those good of reasons, obviously, <laughs> but uh, I feel like I just went with Tar Heels because Duke biased. looks pretty rough. Yeah. where you? What basketball game did we go to there?
2: Well, I think it was a. Uh, I went to watch Boston
1: College. Primary. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> did you? You were wearing blue. I'm just telling you. No, Full disclosure: There was no uh, Blue Devil in that blue shirt. Oh, yeah, mine wasn't either. I had an orange hat on yeah. though. Uh, everybody saw that on on the OESPN. ESPN. Oh, but ESPN. I, I went with North Carolina too. I just think Mac Brown's got these guys wanting to play. Uh, Duke's just in a bad spot right now athletically, uh, and they're just not playing really good football. It's not that they're 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 not playing smart football. I think it's just a matter of they don't have the horses to win right yeah. now. So give me North Carolina as well. Uh, Nebraska heads to Northwestern. Northwestern actually favored by 3.5 in this matchup, 2-0 and o on the season. Nebraska, the Corn Men, o and one on the season.
2: Yeah. Do, you, do
1: you like Scott Frost? Do you think it's finally chilly enough to pick the Frost? I mean, this matchup is to me is going to be about who's
2: going to run the ball more, who's going to have the ball toward the end of the matchup. Uh, not sold on either one of them, but I think I'm going to lean toward the Cornhuskers in this matchup
1: going with the corn man going with the men. is it children of the corn would you call them children of the corn no nah, just the, just the huskers just the huskers well i'm I, you know i'm going to go with northwestern i'm going to go with pat fitzgerald i'm going to go with with all of the dynamics that 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 is a tough nosed northwestern team i think i think frosty boy is going to have to wait another week to get a win in the in the in the left hand column of that record give me northwestern uh, let's take us a little break. Uh, we've uh, we've kind of mowed through some of these quick. Let's uh, take a break, listen to these fond sponsors, get them in one more time, and when we come back, we'll finish Pick Segment and talk about Saturday's matchup, Volunteers and the Razorbacks in Fayetteville. We'll talk about it on The Flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
3: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa LeCquire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table
0: biggest
1: financial decisions you will ever make. And it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender.
3: or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
1: Have you heard about or seen The Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into The grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download The Grind Podcast on Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
0: Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Chris Hips as we grind it out here on Pick Day Friday. Chris, uh, normally on the road to a Rebel football game, but, uh, you know, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm cool here, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's nice and relaxing. and yeah, we're going to be in the uh, air conditioning for a little bit, so not freezing out in the cold. We're
1: definitely not freezing. I'll say yeah. that. It's warm in here, actually. Actually, we're bringing the heat, I guess is how we could say it. Uh, next game on the docket, we've got uh, three more games non-Tennessee, and then we're going to finish up with the Vols. Michigan State, 1-1 one and one on the season versus Iowa, the Hawkeyes, 0-2 on the season, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Michigan State coming off that big in-state victory over the Wolverines. Yeah, I mean,
2: what can you say about Michigan State? I I chose them for one reason.
1: Mel Tucker? No. Sparty?
2: Rocky? lombardi i mean with a name like that i mean hard to lose yeah i mean not just rocky but lombardi i mean that's just like a trophy in my opinion
0: yeah
1: i just i'm like does he look like sylvester stallone or the other one maybe more like uh sunshine from (laughs) sunshine but yeah give me michigan state (laughs) give me the Sparties. get sparty so you're just you're on the you're on the the bandwagon yeah i'm on the bandwagon well, I guess I guess there's probably room for two. Give me Sparty too. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Michigan State just because I think Kurt Ferrance is just good enough to lose another one. I mean he's 0 yeah. 2 so far. Don't know why he's favored in this matchup, but six and a half points. Give it to me. Give me Michigan State. Vandy 0 and 4. Mr. Mr. Derek Mason has to travel to Starkville, Mississippi to take on uh, the Pirate. That is Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. They're 1 and 4, uh, but they arguably. Put up enough yards in week number one to uh, to to get a couple wins here. They're one and four on the season. Beat LSU week number one, and then four straight losses. I don't think they do that again. I think Vandy's they're their best friend. They'll play them real close, but let them win. Yeah, I mean, my question is what. Speeches we gonna or what speech will we hear
2: from Mike Leach at the end? I mean, he always has a very comical response to every media question.
1: Do, do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah, he's he's a great follow. If yeah. you don't follow Mike Leach, you should, and you'll be glad you did. Yeah. But uh, Mississippi State, they they just they they don't have the pieces that that it takes to be an air raid offense yet. I know people are like, oh well, they, they went for six hundred against LSU. Well. Uh, Proof's in the pudding. A lot of people's went for a lot of yards against LSU. Not not so good this year. But uh, I think 19 points uh, over Vandy maybe is a little heavy. Uh, Again, a team that's uh, been been hard-pressed for them to get in the end zone the last few weeks, but I think they will uh, get back to scoring. I think KJ Costello will have a good day, and Vandy will move to 0-5, and I think Mississippi State will get their second win of the season. Uh, The next one, Texas A&M 4-1 heads to South Kakalaki to take on the Gamecocks of South Carolina. They're 2-3 and on the season, and the Fighting Mush Champs uh, have an opportunity to host a uh, a ranked opponent. What do you think about uh, Texas A&M? They're 10-point favorites on the line. Do you like the Aggies? I mean, I went with the Aggies for
2: two reasons alone. First, I know you probably are not a big fan of Kellen Mott. How,
1: how is two reasons alone? Yeah, There's probably more. You see than what that. I'm saying? They're not alone. Yeah, well, They're yeah. together.
2: They have two reasons. Well, two, two reasons ones. that you probably, you know. <laughs> Kellen Mott. I'm giving him yeah, a long time you, time. you don't like Kellen Mott. I know that. Well, I mean, uh, he's, he's yeah.
1: JG with a thicker mustache, yeah. is what he is.
2: And I mean, my personal opinion is have you ever been to William Bryce Stadium? Have you I mean, ever nope. been? I drove by it one time. I've been to two games down there, and it's probably the worst experience ever. I mean,. Who wants to listen to a gamecock screech every play? I mean, first it, down. Did they call it a cockadoodle doo? I don't. I don't even know what it's. I the, would. I mean, after everything, you know, they take a timeout. They got cockadoodle do. Go? They got. How's it go?
1: doodle do. No, you. Oh. you. Dude, yeah, I mean,
2: that was probably the most annoying sound that they could have came up with, and for some reason, it stuck for after every play. So
1: I think my wife would still rather hear that than Will Muschamp's voice, though. Yeah, I mean. I think that so, I think that's a true statement. So I think you
2: should go for Texas A and M. Also,
1: I I went South Carolina. I don't know. And the reason being is because he's just that guy. He's yeah. just he'll he'll get them just ready enough to screw this thing up. Give me South Carolina. I don't know why I don't like them, but I just think it's it's ripe for the taking. Kellen Mond's had a good game. He's due for a bad one. Give me South Carolina. But leave a few minutes on the docket. We talked Tennessee yesterday. But Tennessee heads to Fayetteville. I'll put it last for a reason because, uh, again, I didn't want to be crying on the air. Yeah. But Tennessee heads to Fayetteville coming off a of bye week with with JG as the, the announced starter uh, to take on Arkansas. Two teams that are both two and three on the season. Tennessee is favored in this matchup by one, so effectively about a four-point uh, swing there. But Talk about two and three meaning two completely different things. Uh, you know, Arkansas rejuvenated has has a football team that's playing for their head football coach. And Tennessee, you know, two weeks into the season, we're on an eight-game win streak. Yeah. Now we're struggling coming out of the back half of the Georgia game, struggling against Alabama, and then a bye week that, that just raised a lot of questions. What, what do you think's got to happen this weekend?
2: I mean, if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm looking at the positive side of this. I mean – Eric Gray has had incredible games the last two weeks against some pretty good teams uh Georgia and Alabama. You know, they say he had great running games against those two teams would be an understatement and you look at Arkansas's defense. They are giving up almost 180 yards rushing on the per, uh, game, per yeah. game so I mean, I really like Eric Gray. I really like uh Chandler in this game. I think if you just pound the ball, you know, limit the chances of uh, JG throwing in a triple coverage like he's uh, known to do, you know, maybe Mer- uh, maybe Tennessee can you know, sneak out of
1: here with a win. You're just talking about them rebels nah. on Friday night, ain't you? Nah, I'm so used but, to uh, it. I'll tell you this, and, and, and I'm not trying to have orange glasses. I mean, it's it's kind of par for the course for this show. But you look at you look at Tennessee's losses, Georgia. Alabama and Kentucky. Now Kentucky's a black eye. There's no there's no coming back from that one. But you look at at Arkansas's losses. Georgia where they only scored 10 points, Auburn, a tight one, and honestly, a lot of people say in that that downpour probably should have been an Arkansas win. And then A&M this this past week. I think Tennessee's losses are are a little bit more impressive i think the way we were able to run the football against alabama gives you something to be excited about and and i i'm just i'm hopeful i think orange glasses take over this time of week but i think coming off a bye week it's where things got started last year it's where the the win streak started a year ago now we don't have south carolina missouri ahead of us but i think arkansas they're they're good for for a rebuild but i hope tennessee shows them that they still got a lot to rebuild We'll talk about it on on Monday, how this thing shakes out and how upset I get tomorrow. But uh, if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care. Be safe. And, yes, riding on. Have a good weekend. We'll be back Monday.